Happy sixth year anniversary. TJ's voice is kind of because he's too loud. He's too high. Put some hype in the chat, guys. Six years of God Squad Church. Uh, Let's actually, go. The, the actual six years was two days ago, um, which is insane. And two days ago, which very interestingly enough, was a Thursday. TJ, do you remember that we started our services on Thursday night? Do you remember that? I do remember <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday nights, guys. That was Thursday the only nights. night that we could actually do it. We had people who were working for other churches. We just yep. had so many things going on. And so we started on Thursday nights, which was insane. We'll get to that in just a second. But I'm super excited for this how do you feel today tj Dude, i'm feeling so and you know what honestly i woke up this morning feeling just incredibly grateful that was like mm -hmm. the first thing that came into my mind was like how privileged are we to be able to do what we do like it it blows my mind it just blows my mind and yeah. so i'm super thankful super thankful to be here today thankful that we have six years of ministry like that's psychotic that's so it much time and people oh my goodness it is. And I, I'm just looking through the chat right now. Some of you have only been here for, you know, a month, two months, but some of you have been around for a long, long time as well. Yeah. And I just want to thank each and every one of you for uh, just being a part of the community, uh, whether you're a volunteer, whether you're just part of the community being here. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to be here where we're at right now. And so I'm super excited to be able to celebrate. Today, we're going we're gonna to go back and do some nostalgic things. We're going to talk about Woo! the past. We're going to talk about some milestones that God Squad Church has had. If you guys didn't know, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe just released a, a few older tracks, you know, from the Nintendo 64 and stuff like that. And it brings back some nostalgia. So that's what we're going to be doing a little bit about today, but also... We're going to be looking into the future for God Squad Church as well, because we can't just look behind, but we need to be looking forward as well yes. as we move into the future. But we're going to start. We're going to start with some of the nostalgic stuff and some some of the things that you guys actually don't know. But the first thing that I do want to say is we actually would not be here if it wasn't for Matt Souza, Souza Live. However, you guys actually do know him. We're thankful that God used him and gave him a vision to start this church. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here today. And so we're thankful that God gave him a vision to be able to help us get to where we are right now. Or for and Amanda. Pastor Amanda allowing the craziness yeah, that ensued for that to be a possibility is, is nuts. So thank you. Thank you guys yes. so much. Appreciate you yes. guys. We appreciate it so, so much. We really love you guys. Uh, and so Matt Souza had this vision that God gave him and really brought together 12 individuals, including himself and his wife wow. and and uh, me and uh, Pastor Daylight. We were actually we were actually on that uh, that those yeah. 12 people. We were here before God Squad Church was a that thing. number was wasn't on purpose. Gaming. That number wasn't on purpose. Like we didn't choose no. 12 to be like, like no. the biblical imagery of the apostles. Like that's not what that was for. <laughs> like That's so true. Uh, man, it's so crazy. But yeah, me and Boz were both, we're both there. Yeah. So. Right. Right before the church started, uh, we both uh, came on a team back in 2015 when it was called God Squad Gaming. It wasn't even God, God Squad, Squad Church Gaming. yet. It was just kind of a vision. And so 12 people we would get together we would meet once a week and we would just we just talk about like vision casting just talk about what god can do in this community and that was absolutely amazing that's how god squad church officially started and so our official first service was on march 24th uh 2016 at eight o'clock at night eight o'clock at night on a thursday however I will say this, even though it was supposed to start at eight o'clock, it actually took about two, two and a half hours to get started. So if you guys yeah. didn't know, we had an alpha <laughs> service, we had a beta service, we had everything set up. We even ran through the entire service multiple times on March 24th. And then right when eight o'clock happened, you guys know technology. You know what we got? We didn't get the teal screen that I talked about at uh, at SquadCon this year. We got uh, we got the good old blue screen with the little happy face or the sad face, whatever comes up. I don't, I don't know what yes. comes up. We got the blue screen, and then we got the blue screen again, and then we got we got, we honestly we probably blue screened about fifteen to twenty times. I literally started praying over the wires. I'm not even lying. I was walking across the house praying over the USB cords that were going into the computer. We realized the next day we had too many USB cords going into the computer, but 
eventually we did get it started at about 10 o'clock 10 30 at night we had like 50 viewers for our first service it was so ac- crazy it, it was amazing we had a full band set up we had borrowed some instruments from the church down the street and it was really really amazing so and, and this all started guys in a boiler room <laughs> we were in a boiler room if you if you have any church they're not going to say, hey, we started in a boiler room like we started in a school or we started in a movie theater. We started yeah. here. We used to set up chairs here. We literally started in a boiler room. That's where the main command center was for God Squad Church. So crazy. We were in calls with each other. I don't know. I, were you in the call there, Daylight? Were you in the yeah. call for the first church? I yeah, think we had all church, 12 people. I was like yelling commands at people. and It was just nuts. Gameplay in the background. <laughs> I was brand new with OBS. I didn't know what I was doing. So people are like, you got to do this. You got to turn this up. Yep, turn this yep. down. I didn't know what I was doing, Chad. <laughs> so I was just, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Overlays were wrong. Uh, it was, it was insane. Yep. But it, it was definitely a time to remember. We've gone come so far from that first yes. service. But praise the Lord. Uh, one month later, I'm sure Pastor Amanda was very, very happy because. Uh, we would have to tear down their entire house, essentially. We'd have to move tables. We'd have to put up green screens. And uh, so she would she would come home to a house that was, uh, well, torn apart, essentially. We'd have to reset it back up. And, and we were talking about it. And we were like, something's got to change. So we started praying. And one month later, God gave us a more permanent location uh, so we could be able to have the, the worship in one room, the command center in the other room, you know, the preaching in yeah. the same room where the command center was. We had the wires running through the ceiling. I remember being up there beating holes into the ceiling in this attic so we could run through wires and just making it work. But we had a more permanent location. I think we were there for maybe uh, a year, year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was really amazing. But through that time, while, uh, we were all still living, a lot of us were living in Connecticut anyways, there was this, uh, there's this idea to have a get together in, in a, in a, in a state called Tennessee. Uh-oh. It was just, it was just a to get together. Tennessee, a mystical place, a, a mystical place, <laughs> a legendary place. And, and, oh, and really what this started out as was, was 14, 15 people that were like, yeah, let's, let's get together. It's kind of a central location. We have people that are there. It's like a, it's like a 20 hour drive, you know, from Connecticut to Tennessee, but other people were like, yeah, I, I can make the drive. I'll fly out there. And eventually it turned into what was our very first squad con, uh, in wow. 2017. We had over 30 people that came to this and, um, it, I wasn't able to be there, but the thing I, I was supposed to go, I was actually packed and ready to go. I had to stay home for other reasons, but the, 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 the interesting thing about SquadCon was it brought a vision for us, and really, it was about the small groups. The reason why I say that is because at this very first SquadCon, they had a time for small groups to get together and stuff like that. And what they realized was they had a, an allotted time for small groups, and so people would come come together. They'd start doing life with each other, you know, going through the sermon and things like that, and be talking. But then there was an allotted time right after that to go into what was the gaming room they had all the pcs that all the consoles set up and right when the gaming time started mm. nobody was in there oh no not one person was in there because everybody was doing small groups and they didn't wow. want to leave the small groups i want to tell you guys we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna talk about this later small groups are so important Doing life Amen. with each other. It's absolutely amazing. Experiencing community with each other. And that was really the first time that we understood the value of small groups. We recognized that people didn't want to do what their hobby was. They wanted to be with each other and create wow. relationships with each other, which was an absolutely Praise amazing God. experience. So then we get to the beginning of 2018. And the team, uh, I, I don't like to use the word split, but we stepped into different positions. So half of the 12 people that I talked about before became the board, and the other mm. half became staff. And then a couple of people, they left because God had put them on a different a different place in their lives. And so, you know, uh, people like Pastor Clay, people are like, who is Pastor Clay? But some of you are Pastor like, I remember Clay. that guy, or Candarium, and people like that. Wow, I haven't heard that name forever. Bring it back to you. Well. If, you under, if you know Pastor Clay or Candarium's name and you're in the chat right now, put, put, a, put a three. Put a three yeah, in the that chat. that would be impressive. 
those are the oh those are the you'll know who the ogs are yeah. <laughs> that are real ogs they Sora. give off that pastor aj energy though both of them both <laughs> of them real. have the pastor aj energy for sure the positivity when i talk to kandarian i feel like i, I gotta get resaved all over again <laughs> and no, guys seriously, though. Yeah. <laughs> such a good guy uh, so anyways, we, we, we had, we had stepped into different leadership positions in that point. And then, uh, 2018, the middle of it came around and we had our next, uh, squad con, but it was like, mm. it, it, it was really the first one that we actually planned. And so it was in Richmond, Virginia, and guys, we had over 80 people coming to the squad con. And I have to say, this was one of the most hyped squad cons we have ever had i don't know it was surreal for me uh i remember walking down the hallway at one point and somebody came running up to me they're like boss came running gave me a hug i gotta i gotta tell you guys something i don't know what you look like <laughs> you may know what i look like but i have no idea what you look like yep. so people come running up to you and super excited to see you and it was just surreal to be able to see mama's boy 92 that's not a real person but coming up to you giving you a <laughs> hug and, and seeing what their face is and being able to create real relationships with people and it was a really really amazing moment lots of inside mm -hmm. jokes at the 2018 uh squad con that we had and so that was absolutely amazing. But God continued to uh, help us have a little bit more focus. And so many of you may remember beginning of 2019, we had this idea to do a fundraiser. Who remembers Who remembers the land, land for land fundraiser? The land for land, land fundraiser. For land. Yeah. Guys, that was, it, it showed me how generous this mm. community actually is yes um i have to say something you th you you watch things like agdq uh there's like po pokethon i think is one of them zeldathon you see all mm. these big fundraisers and hundreds of thousands of people come through these fundraisers and they raise an, an immense amount of money they really do yeah. i think agdq raises over three million dollars every single time First they do something for doctors with borders which is absolutely amazing and that's that's you know a, a tribute to what they do yeah. But I think we have one of the most generous communities on Twitch because literally we had this thought that in one week we were going to raise $15,000. We raised it in less than 24 hours. Like we, we, we sat down. I, I was, it, was near, it was near the three-year anniversary that this happened. It was actually that week, I think it was. So I was actually in Virginia. I was still living in Connecticut. We came up with all these you know, incentives and things like that. For $15,000, I left, went home, and within 24 hours, we had already raised all of it. So we, they had to restructure the rest of the entire week. I think we ended mm. up raising about $25,000 or something like that that week, um, which really shows what this community can do when we put our minds to it. And that was, that was absolutely amazing. But we're going to talk about what the refocus is in a little bit. Uh, Pastor Daylight's going to touch on that in a little while. But mm. so then... Then we had our third squad con. We had our third squad con in Richmond, Virginia. Once again, same location that we had it last time. It just it we had we we got the we had the ability to use the actual sanctuary and the church that we had. Uh, sort of production yep. quality was great was better. The tur we had a we had guys. I I love Super Smash Brothers. We had a Super Smash Brothers tournament. We had we had a uh, I think we had a Fortnite tournament that year as well. Uh, you know, I, I for me I got I, I felt pretty proud. I got in seventh place in the Super hey! Smash Brothers tournament. Okay, uh, okay. Lex uh, Lex Break <clears throat> knocked me out. Uh, feels bad, Lex. Uh, yeah, he, he knocked me out of the tournament, but uh, he he was always beating me with his with his inkling. But um. This, this squad con was, we had over 90 people come and I just remember the people coming together and the, like, like you can go into the gallery and just see the smiles on people's faces, yeah. it, people creating connections, people just playing dungeons with drag with, uh, dungeons and dragons Dungeons with, with dragons. I hope with so. Dragons. Insane. <laughs> um, 
And, and so I, I remember we had to actually, we had to drag people out of places so we could get dinner ready. We had to drag people out of places to being with each other because, you know, it's time for bed. But you go back <laughs> to the hotel at night and people would be in the lobby of the hotel. We we uh, we asked the staff and we were like, is it okay if we do things, in, you know, in here? And they're like, yeah, that's what the lobby is for. Be in there until two, three o'clock in the morning, people playing wow. video games on the screen. It was just amazing. I was playing... Um, exploding kittens i think it's the card game with people and (laughs) it was just so much fun to be able to be with each other i gotta tell you guys SquadCon. if you guys haven't been a part of one of the irls or one of those one of the onlines they are amazing be a part experience community together and then after that we had our very first waymaker week our very first waymaker week and this was to gather funds so we could get this more staff people to be in a physical location with each other we really uh we had we had a vision that we were going to have a physical location for the church which actually ended up we ended up acquiring that location for completely free we give so much thanks to clover hill church who hosted our very first location for god squad church for over two years uh about two years i think it was which was amazing for us and so um so obviously unfortunately when covid hit kind of put a wrench in our plans but here's the thing what we didn't know at the time was that God was actually, even though obviously I, I believe that God thing does allows things to happen for multiple purposes, but one of the purposes for us was really he was trying to refocus our team. He's trying mm-hmm. to help our minds to be refocused on something else. But we had that location and we used it for about two years, which was amazing. And yeah. then 2020, because of COVID, we had our very first online squad con. We guys... We had everything set for an IRL squad con. We had the venue. We had the plans. We had the schedule. We had everything set. And then three months before, oh no, what do we do now? It's like April 1st and we're like, okay, time yeah. to do a little bit differently. And yep. so we had our very first online squad con, which honestly, it went amazing. We did we did some interesting things. I think we played Whose Line Is It Anyways. Um I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a pretty decent improviser, if I do say so myself. I try. I try. Improv but, uh, actor for sure. That's right. I look like the guy who was on whose lines anyway. Oh, which one? Ryan Styles. The guy, the tall guy. Yeah, Ryan Styles. <laughs> All right, let's go. He was one of my favorites. But like, we we did some crazy things, and it was a lot of fun. So we had our very first online squad con, which was absolutely amazing. If you were here yeah. for the very first online squad con. Uh, put a five in the chat if you were there for the very first one in 2020. It was a summer squad con. Uh, yeah. th- nope, this is not the shirt. This is the next squad con I'll be talking about. Um, so then we had. I want to talk real next- quick, real quick. Cut you off real hey, quick. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about online squad cons too. Like the 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 amazing thing about the online squad con is that it allows people that don't have the means necessary to get to an in person squad con right. still be a part of things. And I find that is such such a beneficial part of online squad con or people that are just like, it's not possible because they live so far away. Like, you know what I mean? They get to be a part of things. And for us as an online community, right, where we're in so many different countries and we've reached so many different places and we have foundational core members of our church that are in, you know, the Netherlands, in Australia, in, you know, New Zealand. Like, amazing. it's so amazing that we get to have the opportunity to do things like SquadCon Online. Because I think for me personally, I feel like it's just the best way for us to express that now nothing beats getting together like if we could all get in person like all the time right like but there was no no money was required we could just teleport everybody elon you know make something um everybody teleport everybody to the same location of course that would be better um but it's so cool that we can still come together and still enjoy each other's company and uh you know create community to on the interwebs it's just that's fantastic to me but it really is no that's so true i i remember uh my uh for the very first online squad con, I had a small group and everybody was just kind of giving a little bit about themselves and where they're from and say, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Virginia. I'm from Connecticut. I'm from Pennsylvania. And then it's one person, she gets up and she says, I'm from Spain. I was like, what in the world? Like it was like, like, like I had no idea. And so being able to connect with these people from all around the world. Now we do have people from the Netherlands and Australia that have come to our IRL squad con but it gives the uh, ability for more and more people to be able right. to be a part of the community and to be able to do these things together, which was amazing. 
love the online squad cons. And so then after that, we had our, our next Waymaker Week. Was, it, was, it was here to help our church continue to grow. We had some capacity mm-hmm. itch, issues at the time. I remember that there was a sermon preached, and it, it was a pretty funny picture. It was a thousand people. And then out of nowhere, I think it was, uh, I think Unworthy Seraph was still on the staff and he pressed the button and all of a sudden you saw this little tiny uh, Kappa Boz face. If you guys know the Kappa Boz face, you can put it up. And yet Chusky's in here. She, that was, she was the one that was like, I'm from Spain. (laughs) Anyways, she's high. But this little Kappa Boz face showed up in the middle of a thousand people. And it was helped to give the visualization that we had about one pastor per 875 people. Uh, inside of, and we were like, okay, there's some there's some capacity issues here. We need more people to be able. To, and now it's not just for pastors to take care of people. So it helped us to be able to kind of refocus, be like, okay, it's not just for pastors to minister. This is for every single person that is a part of the community. We all, you know, we're we're cultivating this culture, right? Yes. Where everybody is supposed to be doing ministry. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're a plumber or a pastor. Everybody continues to do ministry. That's what God has called each and every one of us to do. And so that was what our uh, next Waymaker Week was about, to solve some capacity issues that we did have. What does it mean to be a Waymaker, Boz? Huh? What does it mean to be a Waymaker? It means to make a way where there is no, no, well, for real, but, but to be a way maker is really to, to get behind the vision of what God squad church is trying to do. And mm. our vision obviously is coming from God. This is God's vision to help bring more people to yes. know Jesus Christ. But here's the great thing about God squad church, because we are an online church, we reach so many countries, you guys, I can't begin to explain to you how many countries we've reached. It could be very well be about a hundred countries at this point that we have reached around the world because uh, I think we were at 73 countries just in 2020, 2020 alone. I think it was 73 countries. And so we definitely have reached over a hundred at this point, I'm sure mm. before and after that. But being a waymaker, just being able to be a part of something being, be, you know, giving of your of your talents, be, being able to give your time and your treasures, being yeah. a part of something to be able to allow the name of Jesus Christ to become more famous and be able to help more people come to know who Jesus Christ is. That's what being a waymaker is, to make a way for other people to come to know Jesus, Amen. be ministering to people. It's just, honestly, guys, it's amazing. I can't, I can't begin to uh, thank people enough for your generous, yeah. your generosity and your faithfulness and all that. So it's Amen. amazing. Then we had our first winter online squad con. Now this idea, uh, I, I remembered we were having our squad con, our first online uh, squad con in the summer. And I brought up this idea. I said, what if, what if we did something in the winter? Cause I'm, I'm, the, I'm the person I used to be in youth group, right? We have our small winter, our small winter retreats where we'd go away. And then we'd have our so longer summer retreats when we go away. And I said, what if we did something in the winter and it was always online cause it was cold outside and I hate the cold guys, but I said, what if we did <laughs> something in the winter? And so we formulated the plan a little bit later. And so it was a little bit late that we started formulating it. But the thing is, is we had our very first winter online squad con, which was our second squad con or uh, Mm. second online squad con. And this was just, uh, it it was amazing for me to just, because people were like, oh, this is, this is phenomenal. Like we're not just doing this once a year now. And it became a staple, something that we wanted to continue to do. We saw more people coming out, more people connecting with each other. Squad con is really the place. Guys, we want people to be in relationship with each other. God did not create us to be alone. He wanted us to be in relationship with each other. So this is a great time for people to be gaming with each other, to be in small groups, to do life. People are creating lifelong friendships with other people through SquadCon. We got all the small groups going and things like that. And it's just such an amazing time. So I can't impress upon you guys how important it is to try and be a part of these events because it really does make a difference in your life. I know that it's made a lot of differences in my life. And then after that, we had multiple ministries. I want you guys to be putting some hype in the chat. If you guys are a part of any of these ministries, whether you are a, uh, a volunteer member or even if you're just a part of it in general, I want you guys to put some hype in the chat. If you are part of Palace Youth, I already know. I already know. Blue hey. Eyes, I'm a part of Palace Youth. We got <laughs> 
people who are part of Palace Youth. We also had Dwell Young Adults that started Amen. around the same time, the Dwell Young Adults. Let's go! Um, and then finally, we had the women's ministry begin as well. That was all in 2021. All Woo-hoo. three of these ministries started, and it was amazing. So we got Lady M, who's a part of there. We got the Viva La Dwells coming out. I'm sure Viva La Palace <laughs> will, will come out soon as well. They had a little bit of a rivalry going on at one point. Healthy rivalry, I'll say. But um, Yes, 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 yes. And then Techie comes in with the God Squad Church channel. But <laughs> but anyways, these ministries are important, guys. They really are. Uh, it's important to be able to be with people that are uh, like-minded, that are interested mm. in the same things, people that are around the same age group because you guys are going through the same things together. And uh, so being a part of Palace Youth, listen, I, I can't stand it when a preacher gets up there. The youth is the church of tomorrow. I'm like, no, they're, they're a part of the church today. Yeah. Like, yeah. Things, yeah. you know, I think a lot of times, <laughs> There's a lot of shirts I've seen where the youth is doing more than the adults are doing, right? 100%. Yeah. So it's so important to be a part of that. The the you know, to be a part of the dwell group. Listen, the statistic is is that when people graduate high school, one in every 10 youth, one in every 10 youth will stay in the church. That means nine in every 10. So think about a hundred people, 90 people will leave the church. What's the reason wow. why? There's not a place for them. There's not a place for them. They're trying to find their identity and other people are pulling them in a different direction when they go into college or they go into the work to, to work right away. So the church needs a pull as well, right? Yeah. We want to keep people staying in the church. We want them to stay mm. active. And so we have our dwell ministry, which has been amazing. Then we got our women's ministry as well, which is continuing to grow. It's continuing to 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 get more, uh, what's the word, more structure and things like that. And so the yeah. women's ministry is continuing to move forward. And it's, guys, it's changing. It's changing. I've heard some changes. I don't, I'm not a part of the women's ministry, uh, but but I know that there are things changing and it's been positive changes. I've been talking with some of the leaders as of late and they're really, really excited for some of the changes that are coming. So that's been amazing as well. And then guys, 2021 came and uh, it, the end of 2021 and we put some more members on our staff. We had AJ Valdez, we had we had Solux, and we had Daylight Solux. come on staff as well. Uh, these people are absolutely amazing. Uh, AJ Valdez being one of our associate pastors, Mirik being our well, the associate community care director. Uh, she works uh, very closely with me for community care. And then we have Solux, who is our media teams director, and she's just doing Woo-hoo. a phenomenal job with like all the all the clips that she's that they've been producing, all the things that they're doing on YouTube. Social media is killing all it. Social media, killing it. it really is. You guys. Yeah. Listen, social media, it's important. I'm not a big social media guy, but I'll tell you, when I go on to Twitter, I heart things. I, I like God Squad Church things, okay? Go on there. Get into our socials. Just go on the page and retweet points, everything. Exclamation point socials in the chat. Retweet everything, guys. Heart everything. So, uh, But yeah, we got a bunch of social media out there, and she's been doing an amazing job with those things. And then we had, once again, Pastor Daylight, who came on our team as well. And he, listen, guys, I, I am so thankful. I'm so thankful for Daylight. He has just helped me to grow, stretched me in multiple different ways. And I know that he's doing that for a lot of you guys as well because he's just an amazing person. And so he came into our staff and he helped us to be able to continue moving forward because a little bit later, a little bit later, we started something called the plurality, sorry, I can't talk right now, plurality of leadership. And this was really the focus of what this was and what the purpose of it was instead of having one person who is the head of the church, who makes all the decisions, who sits on the board and all those things, we decided to split that between four individuals. And so we had we had Susie live, we had Pastor Amanda, uh, past, uh, it was Mama Higgs and myself, and we sat on uh, not only the board, but we had the plurality of leadership where we held the vision of the church and we kind of cast the vision for the church to continue moving forward. And then shortly after we made that change, Pastor Daylight came on as well to be on the plurality of leadership, and he became our leadership development pastor. And he continues to develop leaders all the time. He holds those leadership trainings every single month, which, by the way, when do we have our next leadership training, uh, Daylight? 31st! Let's go! If you are a volunteer, 
if you are a volunteer, be a part of the leadership training. And they yes. are so, so, so beneficial. So if you're able to be a part of that, we have two of them at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern time and then 8 p.m. Eastern time as well yep. on March 31st. It's going to be amazing. Amen. And finally, guys, one of the latest things that we did was in 2021, we had our third Waymaker Week where we raised $103,000. Say it again. Continue. Say it again so they can hear you. $103,000. Are, are oh people in the back? Oh, my goodness. People, are people sitting in the back row of the church? <laughs> Did you hear me? $103,000. They're, like, uh, they're the people that are sitting on their couches away from their TV. No, make sure they hear it too. They're all the way in the back. Oh, dude. Praise God, man. Praise God. It was... Listen, guys, no matter what that night, the last night of Waymaker Week, no matter where we were at, if we were at $10,000, if we were at $50,000, if we were at $1,000 yep. or reaching the goal of $100,000, we were going to praise God for what he has given to us. Amen. And I got to tell you guys, I remember being in the room that night and the worship team, you guys could hear them obviously on screen, but what you guys couldn't see behind the screen was the people that were off screen, whether it was me pastor daylight the og mm. rose was there hawkopedia multiple people who were praising god behind the screens as well and we were all just singing and i gotta tell you guys the holy spirit was there you could feel it there was i can't explain to you guys how important it is that this church the people coming together God is truly moving inside of this church. He's moving in so many different ways. And it has been an amazing experience. And the whole reason that we had that third Waymaker Week was to push forward into the vision of what God Squad Church is going to continue to do in 2022 and beyond. And so we have a ton of things that are lined up for the vision. And so I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Daylight to give us some of that vision that we have for 2022 coming along. Dude, what a rich history already like right like how crazy is that all of that we've seen um all that we've been a part of all that we've been able to do and watch god do and i'm just i'm humbled man i'm humbled because god is so good and uh you know i just had the privilege of being at that last waymaker week excuse me and uh, I just had such an incredible time, an incredible time just being able to enjoy that moment, right? Uh, that mm -hmm. moment with the community, that moment to praise God for all that he's done. We knew that he would do whatever he wanted to. And so we were just wanting to be a part of it. And so like Pastor Boz said, it's like, no matter what it looked like, that's on, that's on God. No matter what aspirations we have, we don't want to, we don't want to ask God to bless what we're doing, right? We want to ask, uh, you know, God to let us be a blessing to what he's doing. And that's, that's where we want to be. And so this year, one of the things that was, uh, is really, really important to us was getting to really dig into some new values of our church. Uh, you know, we used to have all the C's, right? It was like community and Christ and Christological. No, I don't know. There was like a lot of like C's and <laughs> those were great. And I think they, they brought us through a season of time, but we really felt like when I came on the team, we, we spent some time deep in prayer about, you know, where is it that God wants God squad church to be? We know the vision he planted in the heart of, of people a long time ago. And that is to reach gamers, Right. But what does that look like? What does that discipleship journey look like for people? And so I truly believe that God gave us, you know, these values to be able to use for our church because they're so potent. They're potent because they're biblical and they're found throughout the Bible, whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament. And that's this, that, and, and our vision here is that gamers would come to know God, that they would experience community, they would discover their purpose and then they would be able to make a difference. And I think that is the, the recipe, the sugar and spice of yeah. what God has for every person on the planet if they would allow him to invade their hearts. And so um, I truly believe that with my whole heart that this is what God has for God Squad Church. And so what that looks like is us taking a deeper dive into those pillars, right? That idea of know God, that idea of um, experience community, discover your purpose and make a difference. And us starting to structure, get skinny, so to speak, in those pillars. You know, a lot of times what churches do is they over-program. They just create programs because, you know, you know, 
Jen from Encounting wants to, you know, start <laughs> start a, uh, you know, a young toddlers group. For, and that's cool. We have actually opportunities for that, but it just looks different. But so we start to program to everything. And then all of a sudden your church is just a bunch of programs. And it's, you know, a hundred programs and it's cool. You're doing good things, but it's not aiming to, to do exactly what you wanted it to do. It's not healthy. It's not able to be funded well. It's not able to, you know, move in such a way that has power. And so for us, slimming things down and being ultra laser focused, right? Because we know the vision. And that is for gamers to what? Know God, experience community, discover their purpose and make a difference. That's it. Laser focused. But how do the, what does that look like for us? What does that look like for us? And so we're going to go through that in a few minutes. But before we do, um, I want to just reach on some of the other things that we want to be doing and focusing on moving in this year. And so uh, one of those things is XP groups. And Boz is going to, uh, Pastor Boz is going to go through that, through the experience community pillar and why we, we see that so diligently. But that's one of the things we've accomplished this year, right? We've spent a lot of time and effort a making lot. sure that we are bringing people along, that we are spending time with the leaders uh, of our XP, XP groups and then getting people involved that want to be involved. I mean, I had a list of so many people that were interested in being a part of XP groups and that wanted to serve as XP group leaders. And so now we've had the opportunity to train them. And, and Pastor Boz has been going crazy, meeting with every person individually, making sure that everyone knows exactly what our new XP group structure will look like. And I'm going to let him, I'm not going to share too much about it. I'm just going to let it leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> but, you know, so that's been a huge part of our early uh, 2022 is making sure that we get that up and running. And so there's some more announcements about that to come. Um, you know, I've always felt like our ministry online was it was incredible we, that we were, we were, we were path plowing. We were pioneering a space that no one else was investing in. And, you know, six years ago, eight years ago, you know, when I first streamed, I think I first streamed when I was like 21. So like, I don't even know how long ago that was. It was so long ago that it was ancient days, but I, it's cause I knew that there was a spot. There was a place that gamers needed to be reached. Right. right? Like I had this, this idea that I knew they had reached. I didn't know how to do it. And I don't even think God called me to do it at that moment. Like I just did it because I, I was like, there's just a space here that I see. And, you know, putting that, that vision on Matt's heart, you know, really started a revolution for us to be able to move forward. And so online ministry, I think is incredible. The fact mm. that we are so laser focused on making sure we're reaching gamers is amazing. But one of the things that I've felt like there was a gap in for a long time, and I really thought, I think that God started to speak to our lead team's heart was that we needed something where people could come together, that there was people in our community that felt disconnected still that, you know, there's people that need that physical in-person, like, I want to go to someone's house, man. I want to pet their dogs. I want to like, and we get yep. that. And I totally understand. I believe that online ministry is an authentic, okay. An authentic expression of church, 100% fully as it is, but I don't believe it's always for everyone. I believe that for some people, brick and mortar is the right way to go for your faith, for your health, to help you with accountability and whatever else that looks like, because you're just right. not able to be in this online structure. But for us, because we feel that gap, we believe so wholeheartedly that God has brought us into a season of launching house churches. And what that looks like so is that excited. looks like people getting together, taking on the onus of, I am a minister of the gospel, whether God's called me to be a pastor or not, but I'm willing to open up my home and say, use me, God, Amen. use me. There's, I know there's people in my neighborhoods, in my friends and like, you know, I've been going to God squad church. I, I, I attend, but I'm going to start cultivating that place here. I'm going to mm. start cleaning up the cobwebs of the house. I'm going to start, you know, you know, ringing out the, 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 the rugs and I'm going to start creating a space where we can have in-person gatherings, watch parties, so to speak, so that there can start to be creating a community of closeness there where people can invade each other's lives IRL. And so I am such a proponent of, of this vision, not because I think that it's the most innovative thing in the world, because I think that God's in it. 
And it's yeah. making up a place and a gap that so many of us have felt so for so long. And yeah. so house churches is still in our vision. It is still in the onus of what we want to see happen. Um, but we're taking things at a place where we're not doing things without diligence. We're doing things well. Mm. I care about quality over quantity all day yep. long. And so when we do things, we're doing them slow and we're doing them paced and we're doing them well. Unless God tells us to ignite and he tells us, if he tells us to sell everything, move to Honduras and do something, we're doing it because that's what we believe God has. Now we're going to do whatever God has. But right now for this season, what we believe is that God is telling us to be intentional. He's telling us to make sure that we're being intentional in what we're doing. We're bringing people along in the process and you're going to see it. You're going to see it with XP groups. You're going to see it as, as the first standard of something new that we've done this year. You're going to see it there. And then you're going to see growth track launch. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a new way for people to onboard into our community. I have so many people who are like, man, Dylan, I just want to serve, you know? And I'm like, what are you good at? They're like, I have no idea. And I'm like, I don't know either. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we're going to create a process for people to be able to hop on and be like, I love this church. I love what you're doing. I want to be further involved. And so for the longest time, that process was partnership, which was kind of confusing for some people. And they were kind of confused on like what that means and, you know, how much is that dedication to the church? Like, and so we're going to make that so smoothly, um, it's such a smooth transition to growth track and, and really what that looks like to be a partner of the church and what that looks like to be bought in and be able to serve. And it's just going to be a system, I think, that will help create the ability for community to be able to help with all those other things, right? The dirty word of system or whatever else is like to be able to create the culture we want to see. Because the truth is, is no matter what things are happening, no matter what things will happen, it's whether we do them with intentionality or we don't. And so we're going to be intentional with the growth track. And that's probably going to be the next big thing that we launch after our XP groups. Um, and so we're excited for that. We're excited for the growth track. We're excited for the new XP groups. If you're not signed up for XP groups, you need to start putting down, you know, that you're interested, you're interested in in what that looks like. And then there'll be a list of all the XP groups that are going to be out there. I mean, I think me and me and pastor boss were talking right now. We're like 14 to 16. Is that, am I, did I get that Uh, number right? A little little lower than that. What is that? It's looking like 12 to 13, but yeah. 12 to 13 groups that are already ready to go, um, that are excited about it. And so if you're interested in being an XP group leader and pastor boss can lead you through what that looks like, what we're doing, all of that stuff. Um, he would love to do that. But if you're just someone that wants to be a part of an XP group, you need to you need to pay attention because the announcement's going to come soon. What's going to happen? There's going to be a sign up process. You're going to be getting into XP groups, and you're going to be like, "What? There's a there's a League of Legends XP group? You mean I can go and get close with people while playing my favorite game? Mm-hmm. You mean that we can be Christians and still have love language that we 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 agree on? Like, yes, like there's going to be a place for you. And if yeah. there's not, guess what? You have the power in your hands to start one. And like, and I'm so excited, whatever. That's just beyond the point. I'm so excited for XP groups. It's unbelievable. And so XP groups, growth track, house churches, those are all things that we're laser focused on this year. And there's going to be some other things, right? Like we will have another uh, squad con. Uh, Our next squad con is going to be online um, as the the last squad con uh, or the squad con was supposed to be IRL. And we're no longer going to do that just the time crunch and the situation that we're in. And so we're going to be doing another online squad con this year and prepare and making sure that our next in-person squad con is the best one yet. And so um, I'm just excited for all that God's going to do. You know, we still plan on doing a Texas meetup. And so we're still trying to figure out the details of exactly what that's going to look like. Yeah. And, uh, but we want to be meeting with our community. Like these are the things that we were, we're laser focused on doing. Yeah. We want to make sure what we're doing though is done well. And so anyway, we're slimming down, we're becoming healthier and we're becoming laser focused and we're listening to God in every which way that he has for us and, and what it is. And so, whew, sorry, I'm passionate about XP groups. Hey, I'm passionate about right. growth track. I'm, fast, I'm passionate about the vision that God has. And so, um, you know, I said we were going to hit into those pillars. And so one of the places in those pillars, uh, the first pillar is to know God and the way that we express that value at our church in this season is our Saturday services. That's the services you're a part of right now. We believe that this is a place where new people can come to know God. But we also think it's a place where you can take your next step in your journey with Jesus. 
that sanctification process, right? That next step on your journey. And so that's why we're investing into our Saturday services. We believe that they matter. We believe that our production needs to get better. We believe that we need to get better. We believe that we need to be able to be, you know, better on camera, that we need to be be able to bring a better product, so to speak, so that we can make sure that we're doing them excellently. So that's our pillar for know God. Pastor Boss, tell us about our pillar for experience community. Experience community. We've talked about it a little bit. And you guys, maybe maybe you guys hear me say all the time, experience community, experience mm. community. It's because that is one of our pillars. The second pillar of our church, experience community, we're going to do that through our XP groups. Now, I know in the chat right now, you guys are seeing links pop up and stuff, stuff like that. I would suggest and encourage you not to click on those links quite yet. <laughs> There's a reason for that. We are launching the XP groups. It's going to look a little bit new. It's going to look a little bit different. The XP groups are going to look a little bit different. As uh, Pastor Daylight was just talking about, we are going to ha- be having interest-based XP groups. There's going to be a brand new sign-up system. It's going to be a lot easier, a lot smoother, more groups that are coming out. Uh, we got one person who's actually going to be starting a, like a D&D tabletop RB- RPG group. We got hey! another person starting. We got another person. We have actually have two groups that are going to be doing VR chat. We have another wow. person. At what, we got a few by Bible study groups. We have so many, we got a rocket league group. Like we have so many things that are coming Amazing. your way and it's going to be so fun. Somebody start a final fantasy 14 group. I might join it. I might join it. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie. But, uh, but literally like we got so many different things and the great things about these groups is they're always going to be flowing. The dynamics of the groups are going to be changing. Mm. It's going to allow people to be able to come into the group and offboard out of the group because, Hey, maybe you want to learn a little bit about prayer, but after the semester is over and the 11 week curriculum is done. You want to offboard and you want to go into a different group. That's completely okay. If people want to get together and knit and talk about Jesus, hallelujah. If you like to knit, Start knitting and talking about Jesus. It's going to be so amazing. We got leaders that are in place. We got coaches that are in place for over those leaders. We got Mm. assistant leaders. It's going to be so good, guys. And I'm super excited because we want people to experience community together. We believe that as a church, as we grow larger, we must grow smaller as well. Um, If you have a church of 20,000 people, there's going to be cracks in the church. And if you don't have those small groups, if you, if these people are not being taken care of, they're going to slip through the cracks and you're going to start seeing more and more and more people leaving the church and you say, Oh, where did this person go? Where did this person go? Well, there wasn't a place for them with these small groups. And as we continue to grow and people who are branching out and starting small groups, listen, if you're not comfortable to do something, that's okay. Cause you know what? God works best when you're outside of your comfort zone. He can't work as well as he's going to work if you're inside of your comfort zone. So if you're uncomfortable with it, Hey, it might be right for you. Never know. And we'll lead you through that process and we're going to help you guys as well. It's not like we're just going to throw you out into the water and let you sink. You know, we're going to, we're going to be there to help you, to be able to teach you and things like that. It's so exciting, but we want people to experience community together. God created us to have relationships. He says it in Genesis. He says it in Genesis that it was, it was not good for man to be alone, you know? And I know that has to do with marriage and other things like that. You could put that in a whole bunch of different contexts. But the thing is, is really, we were created to be in relationship with each other. And I truly believe that we should be building each other up, encouraging one another. Life happens in experience groups. It's true. Life happens when you're in experience groups. There's a lot. I, I love corporate worship. Don't get me wrong. I think corporate worship is important. What we do here on Saturdays is important as we just talked mm-hmm. about know God. But I believe that our lives happen inside of small groups. And so these X, XP groups are going to be so, so, so important to people's lives. And people's lives are going to be changing. We've already seen it happening. And I think we're going to see it happen all the more, all the more. But now we're going to roll into our third pillar of the church, which is Pastor TJ. Why don't you tell us what the third pillar is? Purpose. Discover hey. purpose. Discover your design, right? Like get to understand who you are and what God has designed you to do. Yeah. And that might be honestly different than what you think your strengths are sometimes. But for the most part, God designed us a certain way for a reason. And yeah. so, you know, we've talked about the other two pillars, right? The know God, the experience community. We've told you what the strategy is to accomplish those values. And the discover your purpose one is going to be accomplished 
through our growth track. That's going to be accomplished through us putting in an intentional system where you get to come to understand and know the church. You get to connect with the leaders. You get to discover your talents and, your, and, and what you're good at. Like you might not realize why or how you're designed. You might never have taken, you know, a spiritual gifts assessment, like to understand, you know, what is the gifts that God has given me? Like, where can I express those best? And so that per, that whole entire value is going to follow under the idea of us doing growth track well. Mm-hmm. And so eventually what we're going to be announcing is we're going to need some people to help steward growth track. People that are passionate about helping people discover their design and being a part of that, you know, hosting it and, you know, taking people through that. And then, you know, having a, you know, time where you can sit down and discuss like, you know, wow, you're gifted in this area. I think you would plug in really well here. Which leads us to the final value. Um, the last but not least, and maybe one of the greatest things the church can do, Pastor Boz is make a difference. Make a difference. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. So after you discover your purpose, now what? Now now what do I do with it? Now I know my gift, I know my talent. Listen, there are a lot of people I don't understand what my purpose is. We're mm-hmm. gonna help you discover that, but then we're also going to help you make a difference difference because that is what God called us to do. He has called us to serve others. And so we're going to make a difference through serving on our serve team. Uh, I don't, do we have an official name for that yet? Daylight? I don't think we is what we're going with, but honestly, yeah, chat, chat. If you have (laughs) ideas, if you have names, go ahead and go ahead and DM God squad church with some names of what we could call the serve team. Some people call them the dream team. They call them the A team. They call them, you know, the, I don't know, whatever the name of their church's team, but you know, we don't have a name for it yet. And so if you have ideas of what we could call the entire serve team, the people that serve at God squad church faithfully DM us on, on, uh, on Twitch. I would love to see those. The squad. I don't know. (laughs) Just the squad. (laughs) Anyways, but so make a difference, guys. This is where you're going to take your purpose. This is where you're going to take what your gifts are, your talents, the things that you can do, and use your time to serve, to serve in the ministry, to be able to help other people come to know Jesus Christ. I don't care if it's you're good at graphics. Let me tell you, when you're When you are an online church, graphics are so, so, so important. You guys sometimes click on thumbnails on YouTube (laughs) because because it looks cool. You don't even read the title. You're just like, oh, that looks interesting. Let me click on it. It's so important. So every part, whether it's community care and you love to care for other people and you love other people, our prayer team, you love to pray for people, Uh, whether it's media team because you do media, you know how to do videos, you know how to do graphics, production, whatever it might be, there are so many different ways to serve. And so we're going to help you guys discover your purpose like we just talked about, but then we're going to help you guys get plugged in so you can start serving in the ministry as well. It's going to be amazing. So those are the four pillars. They're absolutely, I think, uh, pivotal for the church. I think they're important. And I think you see them throughout the, uh, throughout the scriptures in so many different ways. And we did a teaching, if you're interested in going and watching on January 1st, about the four pillars and what they mean to the vision of our church. And so if you have not seen that, you need to go watch it. I think it's, uh, it's really, really, really important for you to understand exactly uh, what we're going through. And we hit in a little more in depth on the scripture idea and behind why we see them so pertinently. But talking about the scriptures, I want to go into talking a little bit from Matthew 13, 52. And so in Matthew 13, 52, it said, he said to them, therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well Mm. as old We all know that Jesus famously talked in parables often, and then he would ask people if they understood. And so he knew that you would have a grounding or an understanding of like what he was trying to say. And he says that actually a little bit before this scripture where he's like, you understand what I mean? (laughs) And like, and the the apostle's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Like, you know what I mean? And so this specifically though is talking to the idea of all of the things that came before Christ came to the earth and then the new treasures of what he was teaching them in the, in, in the present. And basically what you need to learn to do as a leader of the law, someone that was a teacher beforehand, is to be able to use those old things, the principles that matter, the things that did stay a part of, um, of the future. 
right? So there were some old covenant things that like that, that burned off because they weren't necessary, right? With Jesus, it changed things. And so as a church, though, what I'm trying to say here is as a church, we need to be able to do the same thing. We need to be able to take the things from the past, the good things that we've done, those well-established things that we've seen, right? Like we've seen our church do things well, like experience community through what? Small groups. We've seen it uh, be able to experience community through what? Squad cons. We've Mm. been able to, you know, move in extreme generosity, you could see it through Waymaker Weeks. And so even though the strategy might not be the same, even though the, the way that we did it might not be the same, the treasure is still the same. And what we might do and how that looks, the way we bring out the treasure, right? Whatever the bag looks like, it might look differently in the future, right? When we're talking about relaunching XP groups, they're going to look different. It's, it's a different way to do them. But we believe that this is what God has for us for this season. It's the new treasure. And yes, partnership was how we did things in the past. And we still have partners and and our partners are still partners. Like don't don't think that any of that's changing, but what's going to change is the process on how people become partners, how people become a part of our, our, our serve team. And so even though we had a way that we used to do, and those things are good, right? People serving. That's a good thing. We've had people serve at God Squad Church since I first stepped on the team since Pastor Boss, you know, was praying over wires in a boiler room. Like, like we've had people on the team serving. That's that old treasure. That's good. But the way we bring that treasure out, the way that we, we move into the, the new uh, vision of God Squad Church, it's about us willing to be able to hold on to the old treasure and realize these are good things. And to be able to also hold on to new treasure that God is giving us new vision and be able to work in it and move in it and be able to hold both bags of treasure and be able to take that and create really, if, if you have $5 here and $5 here, you got $5 in both hands, but together you have 10 and you could do more with it. And I think if we can learn to marry the good things that we've done in the past, the great things that we've accomplished, and we can, and we can marry them to the new things that God wants to do, I think the, the, it, it's limitless. We know in a process called synergy, I was just talking to someone about this the other day. By myself, I could probably lift, I'm pretty jacked, so probably like 7,000 pounds by myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I could probably lift, right? If I was going to pull something, I could probably pull a thousand pounds. We'll just round about. Don't Ooh, don't try to boy. like fact check oh, me. I don't really dude, actually know. I'm, I'm, I'm fact checking. You think I can pull a thousand pounds? Probably. Okay. We'll say that I could pull a thousand pounds, and then Pastor Boz could also pull a thousand pounds. All right. That's harder to believe than this, right? Hundred percent. Or wait, wrong way. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I could easily. I'm, I'm fact checking right now. I'm sitting. He could do two thousand pounds. No, but if we could both do a thousand pounds alone, there is a process in life that's called synergy. And what happens is if you strap me and Boz and we could each pull a thousand pounds by ourselves, but you strap us together, we could pull maybe 3000 pounds. And you're like, wait, daylight, you just said a thousand pounds, a thousand pounds. That only equals 2000. There's something unique when we get together and we do things as one unit. When we're there for each other, you know, there's a scripture verse in Ephesians that say, you know, do things as, as two, because when one of you falls down, then you'll have someone there to pick you up. If you get cold, then you can stay warm. That's Mm. the same idea. It's synergy. It's like when we are together, we can accomplish more. And so I might've had $5 in this hand and $5 in this hand, but $10 can accomplish more, right? There's more options. And so when we marry the two things and we start to realize that old treasure and new treasure matters, and then we bring them together, we can synergize and we can push things forward to the future. And we can watch Jesus do all the things that he wants to accomplish. And for us, that's reaching gamers so they can know God, they can experience community, they can discover their purpose, and they can make a difference, make an impact on the world that lasts forever because so we don't important. work with the temporary praise god we work with the eternal mm. and so what we do matters even maybe more than what someone does that works with the temporal so don't forget the past but remember the great things that god has for the future let's be willing to kill our preference be willing to change our perspective to allow god to do all that he can do and uh, 
I think that's a lot of things. For six years, we've been reaching gamers in the space of online ministry. Praise God. We've used Twitch. We've talked about it using other multimedia platforms. We're not married to any strategy. We're willing to do whatever it takes. If the Lord tells us to, you know, go to Mixer. I mean, Mixer's dead, God, but I didn't say that. Go to Mixer. <laughs> Maybe he wants to start Mixer. I have no idea. <laughs> but whatever it is that he wants us to do is the direction which we are going to head. And we believe that fully. And I'm just, uh, I'm amazed to look at the history and then just dream about what he has yeah. for the future. So, but for us to grow as a church uh, and as a community, we have to steward three things very well. We have to steward our time, our talent, and our treasure. And so if you're interested in investing in this kingdom, right? The kingdom that God is building through God Squad Church. There's ways to do so. You can get involved. You can join the serve team. You can join by simply going to www.godsquadchurch.com slash get hyphen involved. Someone could put that in the chat for me. That would be amazing. <laughs> And there's a volunteer application there for you. If you feel like, man, I just, I know that we could do so much and accomplish so much, then get involved. Let's figure out what that looks like for you. Yeah. And I can't wait for the growth track to make this a lot more smooth for you. <laughs> but get involved. We need you. Not because God needs you. Not because I necessarily need you. But we need you to be using your time and your talent and your treasure to be able to move the gospel into the lives of gamers. We're in this together. Yes, I am a pastor. Cool, dude. Awesome, bro. But we together are, are, are a body that is able to accomplish the vision that God has. Mm. I'm not here to do anything alone. Nor should you be wanting to do anything alone. We're meant to do this together. And so you have an option, you have a, a choice are, and to ask yourself, are you stewarding your time well? Are you stewarding your talent well? Do you even know what those things are? So maybe you need to spend some time figuring out what that looks like on this date, this six year anniversary, where you could say six years from now, I was there, I remember that day. And Pastor Boz and Pastor Daylight, they, they challenged me to step into all that God had for me. And so I do, I challenge you today. Ask God, where is it that I can be used? How could he use me? Because he has something amazing for you because he designed you. Amen. He knows you and he loves you. Pastor Boss, tell us a little bit about what it means when we talk about really stewarding our treasure well. Yeah, so stewarding, uh, obviously, you just talked about stewarding your time, stewarding your talents, but also stewarding our, stewarding our treasure well as well. And treasure is really talking about the finances, right? Nobody likes to talk about the finances <laughs> or things like that, but we do need to talk about it. it, it it's, listen, it's so important. It's, there's a reason why it's in the Bible, right? If it, if it wasn't in the Bible, we wouldn't need to talk about this, but it is in the Word of God, and it talks about stewarding our treasures well. And here's the, here's the fact of the matter is God is telling us to give. It's not because God needs money. It's not because God needs a little green, if you're in America, green pieces of paper to get by. That's not the reason why he asks us to do it. It's actually a form of worship and a form of yeah. our faith. I got to listen. And thing is, it takes a lot of faith to take something that, that you earned, right? You earned, obviously... Yeah. It's called stewarding. The reason why is because it's actually not yours. You are hey! stewarding something that God has given to you that's his. If he gave it to you, you are now stewarding it well. You are not the king of this. You are not the owner of it. God is, but he has given you what is of his, and then you steward it well. And so the thing is, is as we steward our treasures well, God wants us to do that because it's like, hey, I, I just I just worked this week, I earned this money and I got this amount or this month or whatever it might be. And then he asks us to steward that well. 
And mm. something that he asks us to do is to give back to the church. Now, if this is your yeah. first time here, I want you guys to know we're not expecting anything from you. If God puts it on your heart to give to God Squad Church, that's absolutely amazing. But we're not asking anything from you. We want you to receive, right? You're this Maybe yes. you're just checking us out for the first time. We want you to receive. But if you call God Squad Church your home church, what, what does a home church actually mean? I'm not talking about if you're a member or a partner of a church. I'm not talking about those things. I think those things are super important. But the way somebody put it to me one time, I was uh, splitting two churches at one point. I was kind of, you know, trying to figure out which church I was supposed to go to. You're splitting churches? Split, not, not splitting that way. <laughs> I, I was doing a split. I was doing a split. Um, and somebody said to me, well, where are you being edified more? And I thought about it for a second. And I was like, that makes sense. I'm being edified more in this area than I am here. God is speaking mm. to me more here. This is where I'm growing. That's what I would consider my home church. That's mm. what I would consider. That's where my treasure, my time, my talents should be going. And so if that speaks to you, steward your treasure well. It's a form of faith. It is hard, and I know that it is because you might look at your bank account and you say, this isn't going to work, but I want to promise you something because God promises. So this isn't even me promising. This is yeah. God promising. God says that if we steward our treasure well and if we give to him, that he's going to provide for us. And yep. he says he's going to give abundantly. Now, that doesn't mean he's just going to give you a ton more money or anything like that. Listen, financial issues happen. You know, me and my wife have been through financial issues before. I, I think everybody in here has probably had financial issues at some mm. point or another in their lives. But the thing is, is God tells us that if we are stewarding it well and we're giving to him, that he's going to continue to provide for us and he's going to continue yeah. to uh, allow us to continue moving forward. And it really is a form of worship, worshiping yeah. God through our finances, because it's really about your faith. Do you have faith that God is going to continue to provide for you if you're doing something that he has asked you to do in his word? And something I think is really important about it is getting on your hands and knees and asking God, what is it that I'm supposed to give? You know, it might be the uh, the original tithe of 10%. It might be that. It could be something like 15%. I don't know what it is. I don't know what mm. it is. Maybe God puts a specific number on your heart. I don't know what it's going to be, but I want to tell you something that God tells us to steward it well and what he tells us we should be obeying that. And so we're going to go into a moment of, uh, uh, I'm going to, we're going to share a video in just a moment of multiple safe and secure ways you can give to God Squad Church. But before we do that, I just want to thank you for your faithfulness and for your generosity. And uh, let me pray over the offering uh, for just a moment. Let me, let me pray. Father, I just want to thank you. Six years. Yes, God. Six years that you've been allowing God Squad Church to move forward. But Lord, We've only scratched the surface. Mm. We've only scratched the surface. There is so much more that you can do. The visions that you're giving us are bigger than the dreams that we have. Let us continue yes, working God. and obeying you and serving you. That's completely outside of our comfort zone. But as we do so, I want to pray for the offering right now for those that are giving. I pray, Lord, that you'd bless them. I pray that we are giving with cheerful hearts, that we are giving yes. expecting that you are going to do something great because you continue to do that. Your son, Jesus Christ, is the head of this church. So let us, people that are obeying you, people that are serving you, I pray, Lord, that we would give with a cheerful heart because we know that you are doing something amazing in our midst. And we know that you're going to continue doing something amazing in God Squad Church as we move forward in the future. We know there are bigger things out there. And so we thank you, God, for what you've given us. And I pray that you bless us as we give back to you and that we would bless your name. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Ooh, we got a big amen coming out. But anyways, <laughs> God bless I'm you so guys. <laughs> God bless you guys while you give. Here at God's Watch Church, there are multiple safe and secure ways for you to give. You can give by clicking on the panel below to give a one-time or monthly donation via card or PayPal. You can also go to our website, godsquadchurch.com slash give and set up a one-time or monthly donation of any amount. Lastly, you can text any amount to the number 84321 to set up a quick and easy way to give. Because of you, we are able to share the gospel with gamers around the world. No matter what amount you're giving, thank you for your generosity.